One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I hate the thought of, like, having to take a sh- like, uh, at, in, when you're over at a guy's really? house for the weekend, you know I am so psychotic. Funny. I'll get a colonic beforehand, so I don't have to go to the bathroom. I don't give a f- I'll take a, <laughs> I'll, it could be a first date. And, and if, if you we, have to go, you have to go. Because you fed me. We went to dinner, didn't we? I broke up with a guy for farting in front of me. Girl, oh my God. I know, maybe I, I am. Uh, I'm the best kind of <laughs> But I'm serious, no, I will take a doo-doo. I don't care about that at all. <laughs> I because I'm a human being, bitch, I am. <laughs> Very special episode this week. We're going to be talking about the season 13 premiere of Real Housewives of New York. Join with me is the incredible Carrie O'Donnell. Hi, Carrie. Oh. Hi, Kara. Oh, my God. I love being on this on this pod with you, so I'm happy to be back. It's such a treat to talk it to is. every time. Um, our girls are back. Oh, my God. I, I'm having... It's hard for me to watch Roni when it now living in LA because it makes me miss New York so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always get like hard New York FOMO when I watch these these women. Do you ever see yourself moving back? Um, I don't. I mean, if if like work brings me there, um, yeah. probably. But I mean, I, I would I would do that. But I I mean, I, I feel pretty settled in LA. But I I think I it's more of like a romanticized New York that I miss. Sure, sure. Um, but it's like, I mean, I'd, I'm always, I always feel like a part of me is a New Yorker. So even now, so. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you miss, you can just pee in the corner and leave the stench there and, you know, just think back at all the. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can just, I can just cry outside or like go into like a Wendy's and cry. Yeah. And also, like I'm back in New York. <laughs> and you can do lots of crying here in LA. So. I, I imagine it, yeah. it appears you know i've i've listened to a lana del rey album or two that appears to be the case yeah um, so it's they're similar in that way <laughs> um where does new york rank in terms of your housewives mm. favorite okay it was it was number one until potomac came into my life sure um so now i'd say potomac is number one and new york is probably number two Okay, that that is a correct opinion. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. I just um, think I think Potomac has just reached levels of like, it's gone beyond almost Housewives for me, and I yeah. I just appreciate it so much. But New York actually does that too sometimes. Agreed. Um, yeah. So yeah. How do you feel about a five Housewife season? Because that's what we have this season. 
You know, it's kind of it. It harkens back to the early days of Roni. Um, mm. You know, I kind of like it. I think, I think it's a good powder keg kind of. Um, yeah. Especially with Ebony coming in, and she's definitely like does not hold back, which I love. Um, uh, and is very much a breath of fresh air. And then I think Leah is still new, but has like some experience in her belt. So it's like a nice, I think it rounds out really nicely with who we have. Yeah, I think it's hard to do Housewives when there's such a divide in terms of age, but mm-hmm. New York really does it really well. And I'm happy about that. They do. They do. They do a really good job with that. And I think it was New York was, I think, notorious, in my opinion, of like having way too many housewives on at at various times. So I'm happy that it's just like a solid five. Yeah. Like Um, crisp. Yeah. Also, I famously am not like precious about my housewives in that like I Dorinda leaving was very sad, but Mm -hmm. also didn't really feel you know a whole missing like I saw a lot of people saying like oh we need Dorinda back immediately I don't really feel that way how do you feel I miss I miss the Dorinda that like I came to love but I don't miss the one who was there in the last season and even the season before I don't think was really that Dorinda so I was yeah. kind of, I thought she was, it was time for her to go. And I thought she was, she ended on a, I mean, she she couldn't have had a more terrible exit, I think. Um, like literally just in the last four minutes of the finale, just yelling about Tinsley. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty dark. You don't get darker than that, I don't think. Um, we don't. It was, it's a bummer because she had some incredible moments. She so I'll, I'll miss, like, I don't know, nostalgic purposes I miss her, but I'm, I think it, I was like, I'm not going to miss her prop on, on paper. Or, yeah, yeah, in real life. The, yeah, in the real, I'm not going to miss. I think she's done. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay, so let me, I wrote down the taglines, and you just tell me yay or nay if you like them or not. I need okay. your, like, professional writer's opinion. All right. So, Starting with Luann, of all my vices, being fabulous is one I'll never give up. How do you feel? You know, it's a it's a good it's a solid Luann tag. I think it's yeah. you know it it's fine. I'm not like blown away by it, but it's also like it's Luann, so it's kind of camp in a way. I mean, I give it I give it like a six. A six out of ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think that's generous, actually. Um, (laughs) Moving on to Leah. Hers is, I'm sex positive and BS negative. Hated it. Thank you. Awful. Terrible. Terrible. I know she could do better than that, and that's, I was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like, grade the taglines both, like, in a general, in terms of, like, generally taglines, but also you have to grade on the curve of the woman, Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's disappointing, really, on all levels for me. Well, also, like, what is she talking about? Like, it's, <laughs> I didn't really know her to be... I mean, she was, like, kind of un- uninhibited, but, like, I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, like, outside of just terrorizing Ramona by, like, saying the word areola or something, I didn't really get that she was just, like, Samantha Jones kind of, like, vampy sex. Yeah. I was, like, maybe be, like, I'm, you know, I've tested positive for antibodies and negative for bullshit or something. Like, that would have been yeah. more that COVID appropriate. Ramona, depending on whether or not yeah. she has antibodies. Yeah. Speaking of Ramona, um, hers is, I may say the wrong things, but my intentions are always right. You know, I'm not a fan of Ramona, but I was, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought it was a good tag. Really? Okay. That's because it's like, it's so wrong. Yeah. It's so like, not true. And I just, I, I appreciate her just like, complete delusion of reality. Fair. It's very Ramona. I mean, truly. Um, next, we'll move on to Ebony. Hers is, I've had to work twice as hard for half as much, but now I'm coming for everything. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's she's new. She's, like, setting her, her set up, you know, her place with the other women, and it's a good, like, I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and it's true. Yeah, so, it's very strong. It it tells a story, if you will. Yeah, it does. Like, I know who she is when she says that. Yeah. Um, and then, finally, Sonia's, just like New York City, Sonia Morgan never goes out of style. I mean, come on. It's 10 out of 10. 10, out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. And um, Sonia's new face. Um, uh, okay, lots of new faces. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who's who? Like, truly, who are you? Like, that's my, at least four people on this show have new faces. Honestly, it's shocking. We got a new nose out of Leah. We have um, very, um, I don't, how would you describe what's happening with Ramona and Sonia's faces? It's, um, Ramona looks like <laughs> anime almost, like, with, or like she has, she kind of has like the Kylie, you know how Kylie Jenner does those like filters to make her eyes bigger? <laughs> she has like, you know what she has? She has that like fox eye thing, I think, that a lot of like Instagram models do. Oh, like a Hadid, a Bella Hadid. Yeah, or, or like Kendall Jenner, where they like literally tie string in their under their eyes to uh, pull it back. I feel like she has something like that. She looks very woodland creature. <laughs> You're right. Sonia was giving me, yeah, something like a fox or, and she always kind of had those sort of like pointed features, but I think their doctor is telling them that like fuller faces in and it just looks very swollen to me sonia looked like a lion (laughs) yes yeah like uh i think avery got a new face avery got something there was a quick there was a quick shot of her and i was like who's this who's that and then i was like oh it's avery Somebody tweeted last night, I hate Avery. And that was it. And it just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I hate her too. <laughs> she is, I mean, it's not like asshole. she's shot in hell at not being a monster, but you know. She could have I... she could have done 
something to combat it, though. It's anything at all. And it seems like she's really leaning, leaning into it. Yeah. Um, over the summer, uh, Ramona had, you know, she made an All Lives Matter comment. Mm. And I went off in Avery's Instagram. <laughs> and she turned off her comments. And then maybe like an hour later, Ramona uh, wrote, uh, did like an Instagram story about how like, you know, she's confused and like, please don't come at me. And like, we should come from a place of love. And I feel like I was one of dozens of people who uh, sparked that conversation. So congratulations. To me. I think I remember you tweeting about that. Yeah, I... I'm happy that you did that. Me too. I feel good about it. Um, don't, don't come for me. Like, <laughs> she, she's so, she plays, like, so naive. She really does. And you are, like, a 70-year-old woman. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's just, like, you can't not know what that means. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. It's just specific. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So, let's get into the episode i felt like out of all the bravo housewives shows this was like the most um what would be the word like i feel like they were most not throwing in our faces but like really painting a picture of the pandemic because it starts off of like a bustling manhattan in march 10th of 2020 and then Mm. cut to october of 2020 and nobody's out on the streets it's like completely empty yeah jersey it's just like hey we're down the shore no masks just vibes (laughs) well i think yeah that was actually kind of chilling and sad um i think obviously like new york i mean i don't have to tell you this because you're but like obviously like how the pandemic started was in new york so i feel like if they had just pretended it was not like they had to pay some kind of homage to that period. Um, and New Jersey, of course, is like, we're over the Brit, like we're over the river. It's, it's different here. You know what I mean? It surely is. It was, it was, it made me feel like a little, I was like, Oh, like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. The first thing we see is Leah going to visit Martin at Trinity boxing. Mm -hmm. And, the first thing she does is like, ugh, let me take this mask off. And it's like, girl, I don't know why that just really annoyed me. Yeah, she was like, oh, I can't wait. You know, it's like, okay, it's October. (laughs) I mean, especially because, like, LA, we we didn't get our, like, huge surge until, like, November. So it's like, it's funny to be, I'm watching, like, a lot of these, like, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance, like, where the single life where they're all in quarantine and, like, they're talking about, like, it's the summer, the COVID's dying down, and I'm just like, ugh, you don't know what's coming. <laughs> you have no idea, girl. We have to pace ourselves a little, you know what I mean? Like, let we're still in this race, you know what I mean? And so Leah coming in being like, ugh, I was a little like, okay. Yeah. Um, are we getting too much of Martin? Are you over Martin? Do you still find him delightful? I like him. Yeah, I, I'm fine I, with him. I like their relationship, and... I think, I don't know. I think it's a good, it's a good little dynamic. Yeah, they really pepper him in in a nice way. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, 
he roasts her for not having a big honker anymore because she got a nose job, which was nice of him. Um, then the nose job. Yeah. <laughs> then we see Ramona, Mario, and Avery, and they're still like this, like, will they, won't they, mm. Sam and Diane thing between Ramona and Mario. And to me, I'm like, enough. It's not yeah. I mean, I remember like in the beginning of the pandemic when I saw that, I like, I think it was like the first week I saw that Ramona and Mario and Avery were all together. And I, I was like, oh, this was before Ramona like became like, yeah in like irredeemable um and i was i was kind of touched by that that they were like back together like as a family like oh that's cute and it was like you know it was such a scary time and seeing like a familiar presence like i was like okay that's gives me some little comfort yeah i mean there was a certain quaintness to ramona walking around in like lucite wedges trying to make salmon for, you know, her old, her ex-husband. Yeah. Nice thing. But I don't, I don't think they're ever getting back together. No, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, she talks up a good game about not being interested in him anymore, but I feel like it's the other way around. Yeah. I think the one who's saying no. You think Mario's the one who's saying no? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's, I think she would, Get back with him in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I mean, Mario was hot. He's a good-looking guy. No, but he's but he's also a pig. <laughs> but like, so is she. So you she know. Too. Yeah. So they're they might actually deserve each other. I can see them maybe like just being like roommates later in life. Yeah, like once he's done banging out like thirty-two-year-old PR execs, like. Uh huh. And then. In the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. He'll be back. They always come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we see Luann. She's at home with her assistant who went shopping, like grocery shopping for her. And something about Luann saying, like, I used to love to go to the supermarket, but now that it's a masked affair, she's not into it. (laughs) I I love Lou. And I can't quit her. I really like She's so, like, everything is just such... It's all vaudeville to her. And I, I just love just like the if it's not a show, I won't show up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like it, I feel like the first three years of her cabaret thing, I was like, okay, you're leaning into this a little too much, but now it just seems like a lifestyle of hers that she can't seem to get out of her. I and love that. I think it was always in her. Yeah. Just waiting to come out. I think that when she got fully possessed was when they were at that like they were in upstate New York and they went to that cabaret show and that woman was like money can't buy you class oh my God. I think that like something happened there and they like traded souls <laughs> and they, and that's now Luann uh, yeah the soul of Patty Lapone is now living within Luann Delisettes and we should mm-hmm. all be grateful honestly yeah. but uh, yeah I love <laughs> it's a mass affair it's like okay it's so funny it's Christides Luann like calm down yeah Um, then we see Sonia she is like you know what these are crazy times but I'm a crazy lady so I feel very at home and I felt like Uh, I relate I really relate to that I know (laughs) I think Luann would probably be the most fun to like quarantine with 
it, it would be an adventure every day. Also, did you did you happen to catch that art on her wall? The like almost vector art that was falling off of her wall. She was trying to keep it up. Oh, it, well, that. But then the, the they, there was a quick shot of her living room, and she had this painting over it where it looked like it was like this like buxom woman, but like as a chrome like robot woman almost. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. With like big chest. It almost I was like it almost felt like it was Luann painted as like a robot woman. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and see what I and see what yeah. I a lot of things happening in that apartment apparently. Um Sonia showing her intern the razor that she shaves her vagina with. Yeah, any- that was unspeakable. Is really going through it and uh wow i i'm also watching re-watching season five mm-hmm. which is the aviva season and mm-hmm. it's wow the, sonia is just a real trip a real trip they just got back from england where mm-hmm. she filled a bidet of like ice water and stuck her head in it to keep the swelling down and oh, uh God. Yeah, that's it was a hard a hard scene to watch. <laughs> I can't believe that was eight seasons ago. Right? Like, it feels like oh, that is I'm... crazy. <laughs> yeah, Sonia's been in my life longer than I'm willing to admit. And Me too. I'm not mad about it, but it's just a lot. It's a lot to think about in like She she has been cursed with this town home. Like it is she she and I like that she kind of jokes about it, but like she is truly it's like She's in hell, I think. She in this really town home. It, it seems like she like desperately wants to get out of there. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's really a curse for her. The yeah. fourth um, so Leah is the one who gets like the first official scene. And she's in her new apartment. She's living in the financial district. She's got this chihuahua named Angel. And she FaceTimes her sister, and this is where we find out that um, Leah is attempting to convert to Judaism. Um, yeah, I I was like, I didn't know. I guess she didn't really talk about it, but, like, it, it was surprising to me. I was... Yeah. I mean, when she, when she equated it to the Madonna's Ray of Light moment, I was, I was kind of on board. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm here for this. I, I almost passed out. And she kind of looked like a Ray of Light era Madonna in that she moment. Is, I think she's having her Ray of Light era. Yeah. She's getting like a, a slightly strawberry blonde, wavy hair moment currently. And I'm... Leah's a very pretty girl. She's and, beautiful. And she's wearing like Gabriel Held vintage in all her confessionals. Like she's... Yeah. Incredible. She really loves a like a theater sleeve moment, like a just like a full on. What do you even call it? Like a glove that goes all the way up to your elbows. Like, yeah, she really has taken that on. Yeah, she looks like Liz, uh, Lady Miss Cure in Delight. <laughs> like she's very, she's got like the '90s club kid kind of vibe going. Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate her style. Do you follow her stylist Gabriel Held on Instagram? No. You, sure he's, he's incredible. He he dresses a lot of people, but he he's sort of just like a 
uh, kind of just like a fashion historian, and he just posts like just his great shit, and he's really funny, and he styles Leah. Does he also style? Did you see scenes from her uh, premiere party last night? With Azalea Banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was major. And Lourdes and Lourdes Leone was there. Yeah. Unreal. How does she know these people? Like, it makes all the sense in the world and no sense at all. Like, yeah, be hanging out with Lourdes. I um I once dated a guy who worked at this. He was a teacher at the school that Lourdes went to, like the high school. Uh-huh. Oh, and, the one with Timmy Chalamet? Uh-huh. <laughs> he said that Lourdes was an absolute terror, and he, like, could not stand her. Really? Yeah. Damn, I I, I held out hope that she was cool, because she, like, went to college and, like, deferred being famous to, like, be yeah. a mission. Yeah, it was a choice. Yeah. She's also so stunning and, like, cool that looking, that I'm just, like... Oh, please be cool. But I can see. I mean, she. How can you not be slightly horrible if your mom is Madonna? It, I mean, yeah. Like we. Let's be real here. Um, yeah. I'm fine with that brand of like Corey Kennedy, cool kid, New York yeah. girl nightmare. Like I'm fine with that. It's the Averys of the world that I have an issue with. You like like the misshapes era of yeah. like. My yeah, I, I totally get what you're. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I I like that for her. Um, okay, so she's talking to her sister. She's talking about how like she's always felt very disconnected from God, and like the pandemic really uh, pointed that out, and how um, she's always she's like been thinking for years about converting to Judaism, and. On that day that she's filming, it's Yom Kippur, and she calls her dad and is basically just like, sorry, I'm an asshole. Do you forgive me? You have to forgive me because I'm not Jewish yet, but I'm going to be, and it's a day yeah. of atonement, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I felt, that was a little, like, you get a little glimpse into, like, what they've, <laughs> their dynamic, and, like, how, I'm sure Leah has had some moments that was tough for her parents. Um, yeah. And her dad also looks like Bruce Dern for <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, kind of yep. like a hybrid. Yep. Um, he's like, I- I'm Christian. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was great. Like, give it right back to her. Because, like, I'll be damned if I'm elderly. And the only time you're going to apologize to me is when we're on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, get out yeah. of here. I mean, look, she's in her first year of sobriety. As someone who's been in the program, like, you get... I feel like I, I, like, have been there before where you, like, want to just apologize to everyone. Mm-hmm. And you're, but, but I think doing it on camera, it, it was a little, like, okay. Yeah, Not, like, she's plenty of time to figure out. Our, too much information. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, she, I love that he was, like, okay, I respect the fact that you're converting to Judaism, but, like, I'm Catholic and I believe in penance, so I don't have to like go by your rules. Like that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when he said that her dog, he asked if the dog was Mexican, and then said that the dog must be Catholic. Yeah, that wow. was wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Um, you got a flash to her mom and her, and she's like, 
Leo was like, you told me to go to hell today. And she's like, well, what did you say right before? And then Leo went, I told you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's where I'm like, Leah, girl, ma'am. Uh, I, really fast. I have to say, I would have been okay if Leah's sister had become a housewife. I would too. And I feel like she has a baby daddy who's famous. And I can't think of who it is, but I want to know more about her sister. She's kind of interesting to me. She is. And I think she's also like Leah. Like, she's got like a lot of famous friends. Like, she seems like, wouldn't she be friends with like Chloe Sevigny or something? Like, mm-hmm. she just has that vibe. And yeah. I, I want more of it. I agree. Then we see Ramona, just like full crazy Ramona on the Upper East Side with Coco. And she's having a full on conversation about how Luann has moved into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And. You know, who would have thought that she and I would be friendly now, Coco? I just... Can you imagine walking down, like, somewhere in New York, in Manhattan, and seeing that woman talking to herself? I'd be like, oh, there's a crazy woman. (laughs) Why is she talking to this ancient dog with a bow? And we just have to put it out there that, like, Coco now has more tenure on The Real Housewives of New York than even Luann does. Just, like... (laughs) Coco is like a thousand years old. It's a thousand. And she seems to still be like pretty spry considering she's, I honestly, I think she's like 17 or 18 years old. No, I, she got like, Ramona took her to like Pet Cemetery somewhere out in the Hamptons and like brought her back from the dead. And that dog is alive when it shouldn't be. It's weird. It's very weird. Something about that like singer blood is mm-hmm. real doing a lot is they're really hanging on far more they than are. um so Ramona gets into Luann's new apartment the first thing that Luann says is look at how chic say la vie you look I know <laughs> just a tie she, she can't resist always be selling always be selling Luann um so Luann and Ramona have this like newfound friendship and Ramona says I feel like I've just met Luann for the first time and they seem really close and I don't like that it makes me uncomfortable well also like how many times I feel like they've done this dance before and like season premieres where they talk about like they're you know they're good again and all this like these two are always on and off Yeah, yeah. Ramona used to be really awful to her, especially when it came to their daughters, since Victoria and Avery are on the same age. Mm -hmm. Like, there seemed to be some underlying competition of, like, who was the better mother, and remember Ramona called her, like, a weekend bomb? (laughs) Yeah, and I think I, I met Victoria once at a thing, and she was really lovely, and, like, super down to earth, and, like, also just, like, stunning, and She's she seemed that woman. she had like a really good head on her shoulders. So I'm like, I think Luann might have done a better job, Ramona. I I think so too because looking back, I'm like, wow, it seems like Luann and Victoria have like a really easy friendship and mm-hmm. and like, nice relationship. And it seems like Victoria really loves and respects her, whereas like there's some kind of like almost like big Edie, little Edie, but with money situation happening with Avery and Ramona. And I, I, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I totally, yeah. I think it's, they have a very fraught, I think they're, 
I think their little alliance right now is fleeting at best. Agreed. Agreed. So Luann starts talking about how she she pops out the non-alcoholic rosé because she and mm-hmm. Victoria don't drink. And she said that this summer was kind of scary for her. And she's decided to completely be sober because there were a couple nights where she uh, didn't know how she got home. And I thought it was like a really good thing to see because I feel like all of us have been thinking like, what is happening really with Luann and her relationship to drinking? And it was nice to hear her say, like, I used to think about when it was that I could start drinking again, but now mm-hmm. I just, I can't do it. So I can't. Yeah, I mean, to be, it was, it was, I felt like it was the most honest she's been. And it's, totally. it's, it's the most simple definition of alcoholism. Yeah. And I think, you know, she didn't, of course she, She's got a little bit of terminal uniqueness in the in the way that she's like, I just think I'm allergic to alcohol. And it's like, okay, that's called alcoholism. Right. So she can't I feel like she can't fully say that word. And you know what? And it's it's hard for it's hard for some people. So I and I get it, but I think it's the most real she sounded about it. Yeah, I, I I liked that she had those moments where she was like, dang, like, I'm, you know, my age, I shouldn't be not remembering how I got home, like, mm-hmm. disgusted by that. And like, something finally clicked for me. Like, you're right, there is a little bit of like, she doesn't quite want to say the word, but mm-hmm. she's getting there, as long well, as she's doing the right thing. Yeah, and you know, you get to a point when you're drinking, using career where like, just there's just sometimes all it takes is just one moment of like whoa like that was you know and maybe that was just she had like a quiet moment of something's not right Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so I I was I thought it was good I thought it was good too and I'm excited about her non-alcoholic rosé because apparently she's developing her own from what I hear good for her good for her I support Uh, so then they sit down and they start shit-talking Sonia about how neither of them have seen her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luann says that she ran into Quincy, her daughter, downtown one day. And Quincy said, my mom doesn't really, like, my mom's basically been ghosting me, too. I can't oh. get a hold of her. <laughs> wow. um, I, I do you follow Quincy now? I don't follow her yet. I literally just Googled her, like, before we started recording, though. Yeah. Is she a good follow? I mean, it's like very, you know, rich kids of Instagram. Like, there's uh-huh. not really a whole lot of substance going on there. But it's nice if you want to, like... I'm not really somebody who likes to look at people that I don't know. Like, I don't need to watch, like, a bunch of, like, kids with, like, moneyed, pedigreed backgrounds. Like, that's not for me. But I, I'll take a t- I'll dip a toe into Quincy every now and again. Yeah, what's does she seem like stable or like what? Yeah, and she just seems like exactly like you would expect. Like she just seems like um wealthy and all her friends are wealthy and they all come from money and she's always like in a field somewhere like taking these like not quite posed but also like have it look like it's random and uh-huh. 
know, just like a boyfriend who looks exactly like you'd expect. Like he's always rolling up his plaid t-shirts and, and he just looks, you know, she, she looks, yeah. I mean, she's like pretty, I mean, yeah. she's very pretty. She looks like a, like a well-bred horse and she acts like one. Just <laughs> like really typical scion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to show you how rich I am, but you can see the watch on my wrist. Like that kind of vibe. Uh-huh. Okay. Always on a boat somewhere. Um, takes a lot of pictures of salads. Okay. Sort of, yeah. you've, you've painted a good portrait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Sonia, or excuse me, Ramona says in a confessional, like, when Sonia goes MIA, it's usually because something psychological is going on with her, and she doesn't want her friends to know, but, like, we're her friends, and, like, I want to know, and I just can't imagine, like, a harder place to land than in Ramona's arms, like, no thank you, I'm with yeah. Sonia one. <laughs> I would, I would go, I would continue to, like, isolate if I had friends like Ramona, so. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Um, I really find it very interesting, Sonia getting, like, stuck in, like, Arizona or wherever she was over uh-huh. the summer, just, like, traipsing around a resort all by herself. Yeah, that was incredible. I, all these, the stories, one day I just want, like, a full collection of all these kind of celeb stories of, like, where they ended up. Like, Jared yeah. Leto emerging from that oh my silent, God. silent retreat and being like, what happened? <laughs> That was a real moment. I feel like people didn't talk about that enough. Yeah. Like, of so, all people, of course, it yeah, was Or, like, Kristen Cavallari and, like, her, like, gay best friend, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. That friend, I find his face, like, this is mean, but I find his face so upsetting. He kind of looks like Sonya. <laughs> he looks like a, like, a claymation... You know, like those '70s claymation Christmas movies, like. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I don't like, like it. Like the like German villain who's like going after Santa Claus. Yeah, he looks like one of those. Like Heat Miser. He, that's exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary. Um, so yeah, it seems like Ramona and Luann have decided to team up against Sonia in a way that seems like. They're trying to give the impression that they care about her, but they mostly just seem mad that she's not hanging out with them. Yeah, this is just setting, sowing the seeds of, you know, the attack that they're going to probably engage with. Yeah, and I don't need that, nor do I want it. Oh, and it's, it's like kicking a, a puppy, honestly, with, with Sonia. Like, she's, she's pretty harmless, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, you can say a lot about Sonia, but like she's you could tell she's like a genuinely good person. Like she doesn't mean like she's just not an asshole at her core. No, not at all. I think she's just been like I think she's been traumatized by like not being a billionaire anymore. Mm, t- yeah. <laughs> just, no, yeah, and so she just I think she just lives in like a state of PTS at all times. Mm. And she's, but I think, I think she means well deep down. Yeah, I agree. Um, what did you think? Cause a lot of people had a lot of opinions about Luann revealing that she can see Tom's Terrace from her living room. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought 
possibly intentional, um, but mostly just also like very New York, right? Right. But did you feel like, why did Ramona know his terrorists from that angle? Like, how did she immediately know that it was Tom's? Like, I mean, like, she must know where he lives, but also, wow. (laughs) I mean, it, it, yeah, it opens the door to some questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like Lou on the Upper East Side. I don't like that version of her. I used to work on the Upper West Side where she and Jacques, Jacques had an apartment at first. Mm. And then she had like a pied-a-terre in the same area. And I like West Side Lou. I, I like that for her. Yeah, I think the West Side is a good... I think I think the West Side in general is just better. And uh, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a... It possesses her, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, I, you know, I used to have my home up there, and now I just feel at home. Like I didn't like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like that, Lou. Um, and then she was like, "I can now. I can see like when the lights are on at Tom's. I'll. I'll I won't go to the Regency." Like, girl, don't go. Like, damn. Right. <laughs> Please don't go there. That haunted mansion of the place. Yeah. Um. Then we get our first scene of Ebony, and she's wearing a Black Lives Matter mask. She's wearing a, a hoodie that's got the uh, name of the five. five, just like incredible, just right out the gate. Yeah. I loved it. She, um, she's so beautiful and like just stunning. so just like she kind of has like the early seasons of Bethany just being like a me- just like funny constantly kind of thing. Yeah. Um but like obviously in like her own her own way. But um I don't know, I just think she's like a force already. Already. And I feel like I mean obviously because of her background in broadcasting, like she's camera ready and yeah. comfortable already, but we I just feel like there was like a just I'm just going to be warts and all. I and we'll talk about that in a second. Like, I just really loved how ease, easeful she was and how natural she was on camera. I really, really liked it. Yeah, she, um, she like, had... She looked like someone that had been walking around all day with a mask on but still looked beautiful and, like, didn't seem like she was, like... You know what I mean? Like, she looked like she was, like, walking around New York all day and, like, was just kind of like, I'm here in front of the camera. I know where to look. I, I still look good. I know that. Uh, yes, exactly. So she, we see her with Leah. They're at the park, and Leah's the kind of the one who introduces Ebony to everybody. She's like, we met through mutual friends. She's like, the epitome of black girl magic. And she's a lawyer. She's a broadcaster. She has a podcast. She's, you know, we have so much in common. We live in the same neighborhood. Our dogs get along. Um, and yeah, it just seems like she really likes her. And this conversation about boyfriends and how Leah says she would get a colonic before spending the weekend with a boyfriend because she's afraid of poop. And to hear Ebony say, like, I'll do a doo doo, like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a human and I'll do doo. <laughs> yeah, people poop. They do. They really yeah. do. I, 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 I appreciated Leah's like candor about like that fear, but it was 
it was nice to have it immediately countered by like the reality which is just like if you're gonna shit you're gonna shit it's not a big deal and they'll accept that they mm-hmm. really um, I, like, I like their friendship i think they have like a really nice easy little friendship and i think they get each other yeah i agree um I need Leah to get away from Pita Chip. Like, I know nothing about this man, but I want him out of her life. Mm-hmm. I vibe. Um, I love how Ebony was like, okay, like, do you actually think that you're ready to be in a relationship or are you just fucking around? I, I just, yeah. Like... Well, she's an interviewer. She's going to go right for the real questions. Yeah. And she, she, I think Leah needs like a friend like this who's just going to be like, what are you actually doing? Yeah, I mean, if she's going to be taking dating advice from anybody in this crew, it should Please. certainly be Ebony and not anybody else. <laughs> Please, Ebony, just go to go to Ebony. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we see Sonia walking around in her town townhouse in a caftan with poor Zoe, poor Zoe mm-hmm. the intern. She's talking about how. The girls are coming over in a couple of days and they always make fun of me calling this house great gardens and how I'm big Edie and and in a confessional Sonia says, you know, I like quarantine because I like being alone and it gave me a little bit more time to be centered and then she explains what's happening with her living situation because last year she was staying in that apartment that I think we all knew was actually Quincy's apartment. Oh she was God. staying um paid for by, you know, JP Morgan. Uh-huh. And, and, um, and she says that she basically couldn't afford to live in that apartment anymore because she wasn't renting out her townhouse. And it's basically like she's a guest in her own home. Mm-hmm. She can't wait to get out. She's like, if I want to sell it for $10 and somebody gives me seven, like I'm out, I'll take it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't want the I don't like the idea of of uh, Sonia going from owning to renting. I feel like that's a risky endeavor. Like I hope she's planning on owning another apartment if that's what she's going to do. Yeah, I mean she's her log her financial logic is just baffling. So I I would not be surprised at any scenario. Yeah. Um I I'm just like I mean. I know the townhouse is, like, attached to a parking garage. It's, like, that's, like, kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not, like, the worst place to live. No. And she obviously needs, like, a lot of fixing up to do. But, like, she should just accept it for now. And it's, like, not... She could be in way worse places, especially yeah. in New York. Like, any... <laughs> like, please go to, like, a few of the apartments I lived in when I lived in New York. And, like, you could be in a lot worse spots but it is I, I, I'm like I, I, I know what you I was having a lot of anxiety yeah watching her explain all this because I'm like oh god she's she, I think she's in like the worst dire straits she's been in you think I do I think she's like going through something that's like next level bad yeah I mean it seemed like the century 21 thing was a big blow to her Oof. a huge blow yeah that was really upsetting so sad because it's like damn she finally caught a break and then like months later i know yeah Um, we get the scene of basically straight out of i love lucy where she's trying to explain to zoe how to uh make a bath 
basically. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though it was upsetting to watch Sonia do this, it's even more upsetting that this girl doesn't know how to draw a bath. <laughs> like, yeah, Sonia, of- goes, Sonia goes, why don't you know how to do this? <laughs> why don't you know how to do this, Zoe? Um, I love that she said that being a Sonia Morgan intern is special because you learn things like how to run the dishwasher and how to run a bubble bath. And those aren't the things that you learn at Wharton. And it's like, well, at least, you know, they they definitely aren't. And she's right. (laughs) right. I mean, I could have, I could have learned, I didn't know how to, I had to like learn how to like do some stuff, you know, especially when I was living in New York and like, maybe a Sonia Morgan internship would have helped me. You know what? You're right. You're right. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Um... To see her, like, get into that bath and FaceTime Leah, who's also in a bath. <laughs> it was special. <laughs> What's a special moment? But Sonia, um, Sonia had, like, Leah was, like, legit, like, wet hair. Her makeup was running. Sonia was, like, softcore, like, adult entertainment, kind of, which I just love. I love the deferring, the scenes that they were both, Sonia was trying to paint this other scene. Right. Whereas, yeah, Leah was, like... Fiona Apple in the criminal video. Just like Yeah. She was. Um <laughs> 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 Oh my god, that's so good. Um they're talking about the brunch that they're having and Leah's you know invites Ebony to this. So we're setting up the whole scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um and then next we see Ebony at her apartment, which I have to say I 
like to check out where everybody's living in New York. Like, I like to know their locations as well as what the apartments are giving. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I think Ebony's apartment was the nicest one since Kelly Ben Simone's. I, yeah. And the view was incredible. It, the light was great. I, I, to- I think Kelly's apartment was like, the kind of like be all for me as well. So I, 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 I felt similarly. I think she has really good taste and really good style, and I was just into it. I really liked it. Nice kitchen, just beautiful. Kelly had Kelly had great taste. She did. She did. We can't. We can't knock. We have to like credit where credits due. Kelly Ben Simone knew how to like spend money. I mean, I mean, God bless her for that. And that gigantic horse. I would take it if it meant living yeah. in that apartment. That, like, P.F. Chang's horse that she had. <laughs> uh, um, she has a dog named Carrie. What did you I know? <laughs> well, that is the same kind of dog that my boyfriend has that lives at his parents' house. Um a king, yeah. a king cavalier who looks exactly the same and was just a little her dog was a little younger but to know that that was my boyfriend's dog plus my name i felt like all right now i'm even more invested in ebony <laughs> she's a good woman i really really liked her she like this is what i'm talking about why i love ebony is like we see new housewives come like a Jen Shaw, and it's very clear that they have studied the show and other franchises, and they're trying to like recreate something and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Ebony has seen what bad looks like and is like, I'm not going to be one who's hiding my past. Like, I'm going to tell you guys everything. You I'll guys try. are, yeah, all about my bad credit. I'm fine with that. And I loved it. Get ahead of the story, girl. I love it. Yeah, she's very savvy with, like, media stuff, especially. And and I think, I think, I always got the sense that she's not even that familiar with the Housewives. Like, she's just, she knows enough about, like, but I just got the sense that she, like, was just, like, I'm doing this, this is how I am interpreting something that I don't even need to have, like, watched all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Jen Shaw is, like, a scholar, it feels like, in, like, Bravo villainry. And yeah. and so, like, to see someone like her just kind of, like, I don't know. I just, because some people come in and they're, like, so off the cuff. But it's, like, they're, like, I'm going to be the off the cuff one, you mm-hmm. know. And to see Ebony just kind of naturally doing it was really cool. Because it's, like, she's not trying to, she has no one to base herself off. Yeah, I mean, because we have not seen transparency like this ever. No, and when she was talking about, like, dodging the repo man, like, I was, I've, I've been there when I have, like, tickets and stuff, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to park, you know what I mean? Like, I've been there before where I'm, like, worried about, like, not to that degree, but, like, just worrying about, like, getting in trouble for stuff. Like, oh, shit, I haven't paid this bill, or, like, I haven't paid this ticket, you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I, I thought it was so, like, human to hear that. Truly, painting a picture about trying to hide her BMW 3 Series on the block <laughs> to find her and, and how they got her anyway. Like, I yeah, love they, they always get. <laughs> they always get you. I, it was so funny. And, and her friend was just kind of like, 
taking it all in and it was just funny loved it i loved it um i loved you know she was like listen i was a lawyer i was a public defender i knew that there was something out there bigger for me i put all my money in myself didn't pay my bills so (laughs) that didn't work out but i love that she like it took me a year and a half from going to like poor to good to fair to good to excellent and a bitch is excellent now loved it her credit score is excellent she's clearly doing just fine if she's affording like corner windows in Tribeca so good for her good for her um I just iconic behavior I really really liked it um so then we go back to Sonia's townhouse and she's talking about how she said I have an affliction to runners I was I was like Oh my god. First of all, she's wearing like a romper that looks like the wallpaper in Indochine. <laughs> like kind of like wedge sandals almost or like wedge heels, something going on. And she's just comping around. And then the affliction she can't she has like a house manager or something who's mm-hmm. like a German woman or some some kind of European woman. Uh, just tucking the price tags back into her outfit. Yeah, and she says, she's like, she's like, I can't have table runners. I have an affliction to runners. And I was like, Sonia. Why do we not have, like, a Sonia or, or like, I want to know all about her upbringing. I know. What happened in that home? I really need to know. Well, she was, like, a hostess at a steakhouse, right? Yeah, but it almost seems like Sonia just seems like somebody who just plopped out of the earth as a, a fully grown adult. Like, I can't yeah. imagine her as a child. She never, yeah, she didn't have a childhood. Ever. <laughs> she so was crazy. always 27. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Leah and Ebony, speaking of outfits, Leah and Ebony go, they ride together to Sonia's townhouse. So Leah is wearing... Everything. Amazing. Like Punky Brewster. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it was a lot. It was, you know, um, camp. It was uh, just labels, it, patent leather, knee highs. It was a little costumey, but I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. There was a lot happening. Um, like, could have just walked out of, like, a Heatherette fashion show. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> very strange like a jeremy scott that sort of thing um it it was a a truly a lot of go a look um when ebony asks leah do you think the other women have met a person like me and leah says you mean like a black person because no oh my god i mean tell the truth girl yeah i mean (laughs) i think leah is like legitimately like friends with like people from like the downtown scene and like has been not just white people. So I think she's like, I don't think it's, she's trying at all to be like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's, it's, she's the real deal. I think in terms of like actually being friends with people who aren't just white and rich or like just white. Cause you know that her baby daddy, Rob is like knew Drake before he was like Drake as we know it now. Like he sort of like his career and it seems like she knows Kid Cudi, you know, like that vibe. Yeah, she's like she's like 
part of that scene, I think. Yeah. Like, when I saw that picture of her with Azealia, I was like, oh, of course. Why did I not think about this before? Of course yeah. she Azealia Banks. <laughs> I saw Leah commenting on one of her photos recently before I saw the pic last night, and I was like, I want this. I want this union. Ask I need them to be friends. Hey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. It just... Ebony, okay, so Ebony apparently knows Luann a little bit. I love, like, I got chills when she said that she met Luann at Jill Zarin's apartment. Oh, I know! <laughs> Loved it. So casually. Oh, uh, God. At a Jill Zarin part, I was like, oh. I was like, <laughs> okay, she's meant to be part of this. Right. She's been crossing paths with these women for years. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when we realized that Dorinda had been in the background the whole time before she mm-hmm. became alive. Yes, a hundred percent. I, gosh, I. How do you feel about Jill? Jill Zarin. Yeah. Um. Well, I wasn't happy when she was like, I was. I wasn't happy. Slash, I was delighted to see her like shilling for attention at the Trump inauguration party oh my god um, yeah. going like i'm jill zarin if anyone wants to take a photo of me um that was just perfect jill um she's she's essential she's an essential housewife she's and, almost like she's almost like a marlo for me whereas like i want her there in some respect but like we don't have to necessarily give bring her up to the big leagues because she gives us so much Without even being there. Jill I mean, and as we've seen w- between, like, Marlo and, like, Camille Grammer as a friend of, like, the friend ofs can... And even Charisse. Like, the friend ofs can just do a lot of damage. Yeah. And so, like, they're they're vital. And I think Jill would be a great, just, essential, troublemaking friend of. I want her around. I really do. Me too. Um... So Leah's trying to explain that, like, she and Ramona are kind of on shaky ground because, you know, Ramona outed her BPD diagnosis, and they've, like, kind of made up, but she's, like, uh, not quite sure. And I love that Ebony was like, okay, but more importantly, do you think that they're going to have a food? Because I can't miss a meal. Yeah. (laughs) That's me going to, like... Get my acai bowl at creation. <laughs> Love it. Um, so while Leah and Ebony are outside of the townhouse, Sonia is in the backyard in like a full squat over her fish pond trying to... She's always claiming that she cleaned something and yet something has gotten messed up. Like this is a perpetual trying to explain what the mess is she's trying to like strategically place these flowers in the pond so they can't see like what happened did marley take a shit in it like what (sighs) what happened (laughs) i don't get it yeah Um, the i mean wasn't there remember her intern pickles of course who wasn't there like a scene i feel like there was a scene where the two of them were out like getting leaves out of her backyard pond yeah. And like I just kept imagining like Sonia like falling in and like swimming in the <laughs> pond and it, the pond is somehow like vastly deep. Yeah. 
it goes into like another war- like dimension, I think. Yeah, it's like the scene in Get Out where he just keeps falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, to see Leah and Ebony walk in and Ebony's like, is this really happening right now? That was so, <laughs> that was like, on like, we've never seen that before. Loved it. Like, Bethany was always like, can't believe that is happening. Like, it was, it was right. very like aware, but she was genuinely like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> We're here, this woman invited us to her home, and we have to sit and stand and watch her, like, sweep. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like, no, for and she goes, this is a very special kind of stone. It's a very strange kind of, you have to get the dirt. It's like, yeah, Sonia, that's every fucking, like, piled <laughs> stone back patio where there's soil and, be- and grass between the cracks. Right. Like, it's, not, it's not anything, it's not different. Everything is different with her. Like everything has, she's like, no, this is a very special kind of dirt in between the stone. And Ebony and, and, Le- and Leah are just like, what? <laughs> Ma'am? Are you okay? Are you okay? I, Sonia's explanation that she's on Sonia time and like she's never ready, but like everything is ready for her guests, which is mm-hmm. okay. Sure. I don't know if there's, I don't know what chapter of class of the Countess that's in, but mm-hmm. fine. Um, so then they start doing like air kisses to each other and Sonia's talking about how everybody's saying that they have the antibodies so it's okay to be in their space and Ebony's like okay well I actually do have the antibodies because I got COVID and then just like the roast session of do you think that Ramona gave the antibodies do you think that she donated her blood like no I love that Sonia, I love this Sonia where she's like, instinctively, I didn't believe her because it would have been on Instagram. We would have seen that whole bag of blood. We would have yeah. seen her pass out. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, when she, when she kind of comes for Ramona, it's always really good. Cause she, everything she says, she's totally right. She's completely right. When she I, gets well, I think people forget that Sonia is capable of like really good digs and reads on people. Yeah. And she, I think people forget that. And then when she she comes and makes something, she says, like, a funny comment. It's always, like, great. It's always great. And on Watch What Happens Live last night, they uh, Andy asked Ebony who she felt her intellectual uh, equal was. And she said Sonia. Really? Yeah. I Sonia's no fool. Like, she's a really... I think she's a really smart woman. She's just, like, warped by depression and being broke yeah that'll do it money 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 makes people crazy i mean i don't have to explain this to anyone but like it's just she's just such a good example of like money and then simply not having it anymore can turn someone into a complete ghost of themselves completely and it's like it's it's shocking to see sometimes with her but like she's moving farther and further away from reality but she, I think she is a smart woman and, like, has a lot of, I don't know. I think her yeah. brain is just a little jumbled right now. <laughs> <laughs> and has been for at least a day. I like Ebony saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, too. Um, then we cut to my favorite scene of the episode in which Sonia feels the need to tell Ebony oh. that she has blackfish in her uh, fish pond. And... <laughs> 
she's like, you know, if you notice my fish are every color, I've got black, I've got white, I've got yellow. And Ebony's like, oh, I see you've got some biracial fish in there too. <laughs> body, yeah, body positive fish. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she tells Sonia that she's the leader of fish diversity. And it's just such a like, just the move that black women have to do to like make light of these women who are clearly terrified around being around a black person. And you're just mm -hmm. like, okay, like I'm going to make a joke out of this because you're being really wacky right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't even like fathom what that obviously like what that experience is like, but like to see her handle it. So like it was just showing her ability to just rise above, but also that she's been through this so many times that it's like she's unfazed by it. Yeah. It was, it was really, I think, a very, it was a small little moment, but it was like a big, it was very telling about the show. Mm-hmm. Specifically in these women. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Um, so in a confessional, Ebony's like, okay, that was pretty lame, but I'll, she's trying. Okay, she's trying. Yeah, yeah. Um, then they all sit down at the table and Sonia starts talking about how the house is like a big asset, but it's also like the money comes in, the money goes out. And, you know, she feels like she just can't catch a break because of what happened with Century 21 since the store uh, closed. And, um, it broke my heart. It, yeah, it really makes me like, it really must cut her deep. Also, I love Century 21. I used to go there for my catering outfits. It's a, it was a great store. I love that place. You can find a lot of good stuff there. Um, so I love that, like, Ebony put on her lawyer hat immediately and was like, how much of this do you own? How much is Snowy Morgan? Are you keeping tabs on the books here? Like, what are you doing, girl? Be smart about this. Yeah, that was great. And she kept repeating this. What was she saying over and over again? Because Sonia was just kind of like, I know, man, and, and Ebony just kept being like, but what is the, she said this one thing and I was like, listen to her, Sonia. Yeah. Something about being a majority owner and like, yeah, it just, she's very smart. Very smart. Yeah. Um, but like who, sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to like stay on this, but like who is, who, who is helping this woman with her? Like it's it, these people, she gets, oh. She, she gets taken advantage of so much. It truly looks like everyone she works with looks like the textbook definition of a snake oil salesman. Like, yeah. just, there's always these, like, slicked back hair, greasy men who, like, I, I just, I worry for her. I really do. I do, too. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, my boyfriend just appeared in the window and I didn't know he was there. <laughs> <laughs> funny. I'm recording a pod. <laughs> Hi, babe. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm recording. Yeah, I'm almost done. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my heart just... <laughs> um, so then we see Sonia asking Ebony if she wants kids. And... She was explaining, you know, I really took the Oprah life track. I didn't have time for kids. I knew that, like, that would shift everything and all the things that I wanted to do. So I wasn't trying to do that until I met my now ex-fiance. He had three kids, and they have such a special relationship, and there's really nothing like the parent-child relationship. And 
Mm -hmm. She wanted that, but like he was already done having children. Yeah. That was it. I was wild to hear her say like in January, I was planning a wedding, but you know, COVID made us tell the truth. Yeah. That was a big, I feel like that's such a, I feel like, I feel like people aren't really like talking about that a lot about like that kind of, those kind of pandemic revelations. Yeah. I Um, I don't how people do it like I don't know how people do it like I was talking to my friend earlier about like how do you tell your partner that like you need alone time (laughs) like how do you tell them like I I need my we just I mean my boyfriend and I just say it to each other yeah I, I guess you have to you just have to like and it's and it's and you can't take it personally because it's like of course yeah yeah you know what I mean it's like I get it yeah yeah, uh, bless up, because it couldn't be me. I, I would have, like, stuck a dull pencil in my ear at this point. Um, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's a challenge, but you just have to, like, it's just, radi- you have to just be, like, radically honest in this time. Yeah. About, like, and I think Ebony was, and, you know, hopefully it's honesty that won't lead to, like, a breakup or, or a splintering like that, but. Right, yeah. Um, I love Sonia trying to relate by saying, you know, my husband was 70 when I got pregnant and, you know, it, it was a lot for him. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Because he's almost dead. Like, yeah, so, it's really the same thing. It was so funny when she started talking and Ebony goes, well, he had grandkids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Um, then Ramona and Luann show up and, oh, my gosh, Luann starts talking about Garth. I know. I, um, good on I, her. I, I can't do it. I can't you do it. Can't. No. <laughs> well, at first, I thought it was the guy that gave her a massage last season, who was like, they were like, uh, yeah, what's the difference? From fucking. He looks just like him. He looks just like him. I He's think like, that man imprinted on on Luann, and now she's like wants to recreate that. I mean, literally, she said she manifested a tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. And that's what she got on a dating app. Do you, I was thinking like what dating apps Lou would be. And the obvious assumption would be Raya, but I think she might be a Bumble woman. I think you're right. Yeah. She's, she's, she's going to make the first move. Yeah. I like that for her. Mm-hmm. I would I love to see anybody on the, I would want to see a housewife on the dating apps. I mean, in order for me to do that, I would have to, like, talk to or have any sort of relationship with a straight man. So that's never going to happen. But <laughs> I would like to see the profiles for sure. Um, I should I think you should just as an experiment, just go on some time and just, like, right, <laughs> yeah. rifle through. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love this conversation where Sonia keeps trying to roast Ramona for hooking up with Harry Dubin mm-hmm. and acting like nobody should ever say anything about Harry because they're just friends. Even though we saw them like sucking the souls out of each other at the Regency. We all saw that disgusting picture. Yeah. Um, yuck. I think yeah. Ramona is like her, her like denial of any kind of like, promiscuity is like so it's so fucked up 
It's weird. It's like, and it's like so full of like shaming on the on to other people, putting the shade over. And it's like there's no, you know, you shouldn't feel shame if you're like out like making out and like sleeping with people. But like the the holding it in and hiding it and being so secretive about her little liaisons, especially with Harry Dubin, it's it's like it's just getting kind of gross. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I agreed. It's it's weird, and it's like just let it go. And there's like, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with a woman who's she's like sixty. Why at sixty two? Like, let her. She's she's fucking. Let her do it. Let her but do like, it. She can. But and I'm saying let her do it to Ramona, <laughs> to about herself. <laughs> Don't just um, do it. I mean, she should be embarrassed about continuing to hook up with Harry Dubin. Yeah, I mean that's he's a pig, so that's. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's like an easy fix. Just stop. Yeah, go do it with anyone else. Anybody else. Um, do you, I feel like Ramona's getting it all wrong when it comes to dating. I don't get it. And I just feel like she could have found a man, but... And, you know, I hate to put the onus on women, but I, I'm going to put it on Ramona. Like, something's <laughs> happening there. It's weird. You, could, you get a pass saying it with Ramona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it is, it's not, it's like, it's not you, it's Ramona. It's yeah. just like her whole vibe with, it, every, it, with everything in her life. Something is very off. Very off. Um, so then the subject goes back to Ebony and like her love life and... Wait, Ebony- can I just, can I tell, sorry, can I tell you a theory that I just, that I've, I've thought about before and it just came back to me about Ramona? No, go ahead. Well, like, I just feel like with her and Mario, it was like, do you remember when they were on Scary Island and Ramona was, like, having her, like, second, and it was, like, kind of cute. She was, like, having her second, her second Lisa life party, and she's, like, rejuven, she's been rejuvenated, and um, Kelly was, like, imagine Mario, you know, get into your zone with Mario when she was taking photos, and she was, like, oh, Mario's making love to me, and it was, like, this kind of, like, prudish like that's as far as she was gonna go, yeah. And then I, when they got divorced and she started dating again, and I, it's like she had this another adolescence mm-hmm. almost. And I think yeah. she's in that where she's like being like, I don't know. That's not probably not even a good theory, but I just was like, I just feel like she was kind of innocent, and she still is in a way. I don't know. It doesn't make. It, does that make sense? I don't know. I, I get it. I get you. Um. There's a lot happening there. Yeah. She has to unpack. Do you remember that scene last season where she went to her therapist and was like, I'm great. I'm perfect. I went to you one time and I feel great. And now I know how to date and it's perfect. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Like, you're <laughs> solved. You've, you've, you've won therapy. So, yeah. you've graduated. You know, didn't yeah. go back. For another 19 months and then yeah. said everything was great. Good. Yeah. Love that for it's you. All good. <laughs> um yeah, so Ebony's talking about how she is dating a guy who now he owns like a minority stake in the some NFL team. Hell yeah. Money, money. Go for it. I loved her telling, like practically scolding Leah about like, don't date the talent. You gotta oh, go okay. for the good ones like loved it that was really that was funny um gosh okay so 
<laughs> then she also mentions that that guy has three kids. And Sonia says, oh, so he's not just loaded. He's loaded with sperm. Sonia, oh, calm down. <laughs> uh, so then Also, the- she said one of the kids is like 29 and she's only 37. So I was like, interesting. Why did I think she was in her 40s? I think she just has like a presence to her that like denotes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some sort of sageness about her. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Okay, thirty-seven. Why did they think she was forty? I, I I assumed she was in her forties, but she just. Let me see. Let me just confirm. Yeah, she was born in nineteen eighty-three. Oh well, damn. Right. Okay, well, I've got a lot of work to do. (laughs) We all do. Um, (laughs) um, So then the other girls get up. Luann and Leah have a one-on-one conversation. And Luann's basically like, I stopped drinking. I know that you stopped drinking. I don't want you to necessarily be my sponsor, but I kind of need an ally in you because you know how all these other bitches are. Like, it's a lot over here. I love that. I did too. And I think... I kind of, I felt for Luann. I thought she had kind of a, she had kind of a scared look in her eye that I've like, I'm sure I had before and I've seen other people have who are like first getting sober or like trying to, where they're like just kind of, their world's been rocked by something. I think something probably crazy happened. I can only imagine. But I think it was a good... It's what they should have done last season. Because last season, it's a far cry from last season when they were kind of okaying each other relapsing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so triggering to watch. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it seemed like the look that Luann was giving Leah was like, okay, like, are we going to do this? Because I don't think I can do this on my own. Like, mm. And I thought that was very nice. Yeah, it was like a, I think it was a real like friend moment. Yeah, like, and I really remember their relationship from last season, but I am more excited about Lou and Leah than I am about Lou and Ramona. Me too, and I think I think when you both you don't have to know each other that well, but when you both share something like that, yeah, like that struggle, it's like you you have like an immediate ally and like friend. Yeah. So I think it was, it was sweet. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Yeah. Also, Luann looks stunning. Ugh, like, can we talk about it? Like she always does, but like she's truly one of the most beautiful women like on TV. She's gorgeous and she keeps getting better. I like, know. It's wild. It's wild. I don't even think she's had that much work done. Like I know she has probably had some stuff, but she's just like truly like timeless beauty. She's stunning. She's absolutely stunning. And I heard her on Danny Pellegrino's podcast, and he was mm-hmm. asking, what do you do? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just happy. <laughs> it's like, fuck off, Luann. Yeah, fuck you, Luann. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess she's right. I Like, I really don't think she's doing a whole lot. She's like, listen, 90% of this is genetics, and I'm doing every, like, sort of plastic surgery or filler work. I'm, I got it right. I figured it out. She cracked, yeah, she she cracked the code. The girl code. Yeah, the girl code. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like that conversation. Um, then they go inside, and there's more food. And uh, what I found interesting is that they're sitting down for all these, like, little tea cakes and charcuterie and whatever. There was a, a purse on the table and somebody pointed out that that was the purse that Ramona made every her fifty girlfriends chip in on for her horrible <laughs> <laughs> like white power birthday party that she had last season. Oh what an absolute monster! <laughs> it's like the worst thing you can ask people to do and in terms of like social grace stuff. Truly. And like, you're rich, girl. You can afford to buy that purse on your own to force people who, granted, they can afford it, I'm sure. They're all the same, you know, living in the same zip code, I'm sure. I cannot imagine Ramona hanging out with somebody who's not in her tax bracket. Mm-hmm. But still so tacky. Oh, it was so, yeah, it was trashy. It was like, yeah. And Ramona's loaded. I, I mean, mean in the screenshot mm-hmm. yeah we, we all that was I tweeted that and then I felt I felt almost wrong because it was so it just I was like I don't even want people to see this so I, <laughs> I deleted it uh, she actually talked about it on Watch What Happens Live last night too um, and she said she was trying she took the picture because she was sending her assistant the information that she got from Cameo Oh. Trying to like upload something else onto Instagram stories, and according to her, it just like automatically uploaded that picture. Yeah. And she was like tapping in her like very thick French tip nails and just like didn't realize that it was a picture that. <laughs> but, um, okay, okay. I mean, it was it was one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. <laughs> I was just like, also like. Full disclosure, like, I do cameo sometimes, just, and I'm not anywhere, but, like, I was, like, okay, I've made, like, (laughs) I was, like, I'm not even, like, I get, like, one request a week, but, like, I... That's good, No, but I just saw that, and I was, maybe, maybe if that, but I was just, like, oh, my God, these people make so much money. It's, like, I'm, I need to go, like, bury my head in the sand. I mean, the problem with it is that, like, that is, like, nothing to her, you know? Yeah, Whatever it was just, like, what she spends on lunch each day, you know? Like, it was disgusting. It was so horrible. (laughs) 
six figures in her bank account. Just like throw me out the window. Me just too. Right out. Um, wild. Uh, so then Ramona and Luann decide to tag team on Sonia now that they've got the opportunity to be in her home mm-hmm. and are like, we haven't seen or heard from you for months. And Sonia was trying to explain like, yeah, I was going through a hard time. First of all, I was stuck in, you know, Sedona for mm-hmm. months. And secondly, like, I'm going through it. Like, what do you want from me? I don't know what they want her to do or say. I don't know what it is. Whenever they get like this, I imagine that Goya photo, like the witches, where the women are like, do you know that that or that painting where it's like yeah. witches Sabbath and they're all like, hey. I, that's how it's. Whatever, like the old guard of Roni gets teams up like this. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I think they just like to. I honestly think they just like to te- they like to like team up on Sonia because she's easy. I, it, that's what it feels like, and it's like let the mouse go, you know. And they were they seemed kind of mad about that she kind of confided in Leah and like called her, and they were seeing they were hanging. Yeah, well, that's like a you problem though, like it, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe Leah's just more cool to hang out with. She definitely has to be. Definitely yeah. is. Um. So then they all make plans to go to the Hamptons. They invite Ebony. And (laughs) to hear Ramona be, like, whispering to Ebony, like, you know what? I felt an immediate bond to you. Like, I don't feel that with many people. And then to see Leah be like, what? You said that exact same thing to me when I first met you. Like. Yeah. (laughs) Also, did did Ramona and Ebony even speak? No. Like, they greeted each other. But, like, I don't think Ramona even. Ramona was, like. It felt, I don't know, maybe I was, maybe I was looking too much into it, but it kind of felt like Ramona was uncomfortable with her being there. Yeah, I mean, it felt like she was being overly friendly. Uh Uh-huh. Knew what it would look like if she wasn't. Yeah. I have an immediate connection with you. I just have to say I had an immediate bond with you. And Ebony's like, the fuck? Like, (laughs) did you? Did you? Yeah, Ebony was like, Ebony was like, yeah, yeah, I did too. Was, like, she was taking it in stride, I think. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that Leah was like, listen, I felt the singer stinger before, and I'm gonna do anything I can to protect Ebony from it. But realistically, like, you can't. I think, uh, yeah, one, you can't, and B, like, Ramona really should watch it because it's almost like going against Bethany, like, she's just not equipped for no. going toe-to-toe with Ebony. Like, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a disaster for her. It's, yeah. And I think she, I, th- I think Ramona even knows that herself. Yeah. But she can't help herself. Love that. Love that. Um, I want to see Ramona terrified of somebody. Like, the, I deserve that. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, then Ebony talks about, you know, she gives us a little history about Sag Harbor and how um, it was like one of the first places in Long Island where black people could own waterfront property. And they're like, Oh, I didn't know that. And it's like, yeah, no, no, of course he didn't. Yeah. That (laughs) was like, that was like weird. Right. Like she, their reaction, it it just like felt, it was like, you know, when the ocean, when the ocean floor just falls off and it's like suddenly like an abyssal trench. That's how I felt that combo. Like Ebony's like telling, illuminating this like, 
information that like most white people probably don't know and yeah. like i didn't know that and and then to hear them just be like <laughs> they were like wow that's so interesting <laughs> that's great I... that's great thank you so much I didn't... Great. <laughs> um then, like, <laughs> and she's like yeah keep making them uncomfortable ebony just i know i love it was great love it um then luann says going to the hamptons is typically like a a girl's bonding moment for all of them and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't and i loved like not only the flashbacks but also the flash forwards as to what was going to be happening when they get there yeah that was a nice editing kind of new spin on the editing i like that (sighs) I loved seeing Heather Holla Thompson in the background. In Me the too. I love Heather. In the future. <laughs> it's like in Terminator, like the future war. <laughs> I love Heather. Did you hear the rumors that she said that Leah assaulted her and that's why she left? Oh my God. I hope, I hope it comes. I hope we see something. <laughs> I cannot. Do you like Heather? I do. Um, I mean, Heather to me is somebody who is annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I could, like, I would have to take her in small doses because mm-hmm. I do find her smile to be like a bit unnerving for me <laughs> yeah. and all of that. But like, I like um, a lot of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I did not love that, like, when she freaked out because Luann had a man in the yeah. Uh, resort. Yeah, she's a little, like, she's kind of a narc, I feel like. <laughs> kind of a narc. When she was, like, pecking at Bethany to ask her if she was okay. Are yeah, you that was... Okay? And Beth- for Bethany to seem less overbearing than someone else is, like, <laughs> you a- have to be extremely overbearing. <laughs> yeah absolutely um how do you feel about heather she's fine i mean there seems to be like a lot of gays on twitter seems like like we stand heather i'm like she's fine i don't know i'm like i'm i don't am i missing something she's fine i mean she's better than like a cindy bar shop for me oh yeah she's in, in terms of the new the new crop she was definitely like a standout but like i'm i don't like miss her yeah. Like, I, I'd rather honestly have Dorinda back or Tinsley back than Heather. Uh, I, like, justice for Tinsley, I want her back so badly. I know. I feel bad. But I really think she needs it. They really, like, had a time talking about Scott on Watch What Happens Live. It was a real treat. A He's real apparently treat. a huge piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And Ramona got it right, like, spot on and was like, he should not have been the one to announce that they are not getting married anymore. Like, that's fucking weird. Like, you're not the celebrity in this relationship. Yeah, no one's looking for... Exactly. No one's looking for, like, Coupon King's (laughs) press release. Yeah, very weird. I even read an article, like, somebody, one of his former employees did a whole Medium article about how is like the way he works is he's just like an absolute nightmare and he's always yelling at people and he's always like hanging these like $50 gift cards over their heads in order to like incentivize them. And like, he's just a dick and I believe Damn. it. 
rule with Vera. T- Tinsley has such bad taste in guys. I mean, don't even get me started. Like, the poor thing. But she is the name. She, She's more New York than, like, I don't know. She, she is a New York housewife. She's an institution, okay? She is. And I'm glad she didn't marry him because then she would have had to change her name. And she needs to keep the Mortimer name. 100%. Who? What kind of guy would you see Tinsley with? Honestly, like a younger guy who's like wealthy, but like adores her and like worships her. Who's like in his late 20s and like ready to be a dad. (laughs) I love that for her. And like, is is like, yeah. And like, because she's kind of young. She's a little immature in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. There's definitely an arrested development there, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just someone that's like excited to be with her. Just crazy about her and like Yeah. Like who like a chef, Adam. Like Adam, the guy that yeah. But like less Adam has like a little bit dirty John vibes. Just, like, someone that's, like, independently wealthy, but, like, is a chef because he can be. Because he's just, like, I'm rich. And I, or I have family money and I'm just being a chef because I love it. Yes. I like. I would see her with, like, a restaurateur. Like, somebody who owns, like, a hot new restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like that for her. Um, yeah. How the hell did Adam bag? Was he dating Elle McPherson? Like, what is this man? What is he doing? I don't know. I... The bar is low, I think. I mean, I don't have to tell you that as a woman. Like, but straight men? It's in hell. The bar is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the oh, 80s. <laughs> this was such a treat, Carrie. Thank tell- you so much. I had so much fun. Yes. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you can follow me at Tinsley Mortimer Stand Club. No, I'm. You can follow me at Ecario on Twitter and Instagram, and you can listen to I co-host Sex Unique podcast. Um, we're recapping Rock of Love right now and Sister Wives, so Where? you can oh my god check that out. Can we talk about Sister Wives for just one second? Yeah. Um. What a show. What an absolute banger of a show. It's equal parts, like, so boring. It's so boring. My <laughs> Diamond and I are, like, I, last night we were watching it, and I was like, should we watch, like, something else? Like, we're on season 13. We only have two seasons left. Uh-huh. And Simon, he just he was like, I kind of want to just get through this show. I was like, oh, my God, that's how I feel about it. Like, I don't, I don't like watching it, but, like, I have to get through it. Yeah. That's how they get you. I don't get it. Okay. Do you have a favorite sister wife? Janelle. Thank you. Correct. Um, Who is your least favorite? Robin. Also correct. (laughs) Um, I, uh, Cody's such a terror. He's a terrorist. Mary is annoying to me, but I, you can't hate her. You really can't. And like, there's something about her that's like captivating. There is. There is something about her that's very captivating. Like, is season 13 where she forces Mariah to meet uh, somebody who had also been catfished by that woman? Yeah, and then she opens her bed and breakfast. Yes. (laughs) Which I followed on Instagram for like an hour last night and then unfollowed promptly. (laughs) I was like, this is 
This is too much. It's a lot. I, I mean, Mary is truly a lot. She does these like Instagram lives every Friday. Friday um, with friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, ooh, I just want I want somebody to sit Mary down and say like, it doesn't have to be like this. And by that I mean like your hair. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to live like this, Mary. You don't have to live. You. <laughs> She does not have to live like that with her her eyebrows are I'm 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 like what is happening? Like it makes me actually like bring what makes me want to cry. <laughs> like she doesn't have she could do cuz when Mary was young younger she was like cute. Yeah. And like, she had like just let your eyebrows just don't do anything to them. Don't do anything. Put the pencil down. She has found like you probably don't know this, but like there have they have eyebrow pencils, and usually like a you know a, a makeup line will have you know a range of colors, to, you know just the standard eyebrow pencil colors, right? Mm-hmm. But then also there's always like one that's like who is this for? And it's that's for Mary. Up, and it doesn't make any sense. It's for Mary. <laughs> it's for Mary, and I've said this before. This is my thoughts on what it looks like and you know you don't have to accept it but i'm just gonna put it out there okay i have said that mary doesn't look like a dog but she looks like if you put an eyebrow on a dog you know what i mean i i get what you're saying like if you're to draw an eyebrow on a on like a you know like a retriever like a jack russell terrier like that's okay i don't it's, it's just a lot of look it's a lot of look. Just look up Jack Russell Terriers with eyebrows, and you'll see. Okay. What- I mean, I have to say, Lizzie's heritage looks—it's a thriving business. It's doing well. It's doing something. It's- They're making money. These people. Don't let them fool you. I mean, probably packed to the gills with Lularoe representatives every week. I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm so darked out by Robin, and how Robin cozied up to Mary just to get Mary to, like, relinquish the first wife role to her. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, it's Heartbreaking. so much. And it, it gets deeper and weirder. So I'm happy for you and excited for you on your journey. Really? Doesn't she, like, go missing at one point? Isn't she kind of like a Shelley Miscavige where, like, where is she on social media and, like, not really featured that much in the show that much in the later seasons? Mary? Or Robin? Um, I'm not sure about Robin, but Mary definitely is like her her presence on the show gets scant for a while and then she comes back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Robin Robin really rubs me the wrong way. Um well, have, have me on again and we can talk sister wives. Absolutely. All right, you have a great day, Carrie. Thanks, Kara. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good talking. <laughs>